Hello everybody, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to the Explorations Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I'd like to explore something that happens in the very beginning of the Parsha that I think is a much, much bigger deal than many of us realize. And it opens the Parsha in which Yaakov asks ya- Yosef to please not have him buried in Mitzrayim. And that he wants to be buried in the Mora Samach Pela, which his grandfather, Avraham, purchased for Sarah. Now, the reason I say this isn't noticed, even though I understand many of us are very familiar with this opening passage, is that this is not the same story as the story that happens afterwards, immediately afterwards, in the Parsha, when Yaakov gives a blessing to Ephraim and Menashe. This is a separate meeting that Yaakov arranges. He doesn't do it on his deathbed. He does it at some undefined point in time beforehand, whether it was a week beforehand or a month beforehand, we don't know. But Yaakov is making the point over here that he wants a specific message and a specific meeting with Yosef to discuss nothing else except this single point, that he does not want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Now, most of us think, correctly of course, that Yaakov wants to be buried in the Maras HaMachpeh And We are of course used to this. Those who are fortunate to have visited the Holy Land know that Yaakov and Leah are buried in the Holy Land. But Yaakov mentions at the end of the Parsha that that is where he wants to be buried. He repeats it in front of his entire family. Over here he is asking not only though to be buried in the Maras HaMachpeh, he is making another specific request of Yosef that he does not want to be buried in Mitzrayim. In Egypt. Now Rashi picks up on this and explains that there are reasons why why Yaakov doesn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Not merely because he has a better place that he wants to be buried, but specifically because he does not want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Now this point ended up being a significant moment in Yosef's life because after Yaakov passes, we have a story in which Yosef approaches Paro's household meaning Paro's advisors, asking for the special permission specifically because he, Yosef, took an oath to bury his father. In fact, it's one of the central moments of that initial conversation in the Parsha where Yaakov says, it's not good enough for you to tell me, Yosef, that you will do what I ask. I want you to swear that you will do what I ask. What is so important about this moment not to be buried in Egypt. Not only that it's not enough for Yosef to say he'll do it, that he has to take an oath. And we see, in fact, that the oath afterwards ends up being a poignant moment between Yosef and uh, the house of Paro. So, the nutshell of the answer for this brief podcast, which I think deserves a significant amount of time. In fact, there was some time ago where, here in the shul, we had an Oneg Shabbos. And I spoke for an hour about this topic, and it was a fascinating conversation that we had with the people who attended the Oneg. I remember it very clearly. What it is that Yaakov is asking of Yosef here is to make a declaration with an oath, a shavua, that Yosef sees himself and should see Yaakov, and that Egypt should see Yaakov as not being Egyptian, not being a Mitzri. And this was a significant, powerful and moment that had negative implications. Negative implications for the Jews in the short term, and negative implications for Mitzrayim, for Egypt, in the long term. 
because this was the moment of separation between base Yisrael and Mitzrayim. Even though one could argue that the disaster happened much after, Rashi quotes a medrash in this week's parsha that as soon as Yaakov died, troubles started. And this is not troubles like it's a bad thing. It's a bitter but necessary part of the Jewish experience. The Jews will often have to make that choice. Are they Jewish or are they members and citizens of the country that they are in? And of course, while the Jewish people are in Golos and in exile, we want to have it both ways because we don't want to be accused of dual loyalties. And this is a canard that has been in many countries, but sometimes it's actually come to pass, quite sadly, where Jews are called upon to choose. It's either one or the other. And Yaakov is asking Yosef to make that choice over here. And all of us have those moments. We will structure our lives as much as we can not to make that choice so that we can keep everybody happy. However, we need to realize when that choice comes that we need to make the decision whether in the big things, obviously, but in the many small cultural things that we make a decision that our Jewishness comes before the loyal and tender and positive relationship that we want to have with all our various host countries over the course of the last uh, 2,000 years, that we are Jewish first. This is certainly something to think about, and we need to think about the implications as well. I'll leave it there for now, and I want to wish all of you a good Shabbos.